Greetings and praise the Lord, everyone listening in today. Um, God bless you all. Welcome back to another brand new week, another brand new weekly message from WGM Church. Let us all begin with a meditation of the week from Psalm 91. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. I will save the Lord. He is my refuge and my fortress. My God, in him will I trust. Surely he shall deliver thee from the snare of the fowler and, noise, and from the noisome pestilence. He shall cover thee with his feathers and under his wings shalt thou trust. His truth shall be thy shield and buckler. Thou shalt not be afraid for the terror by night nor for the arrow that flieth by day, nor for the pestilence that walketh in darkness, nor for the destruction that wasteth at noonday. A thousand shall fall at thy side, and ten thousand at thy right hand, but it shall not come nigh thee. Only with thine eyes shalt thou behold and see the reward of the wicked, because thou hast made the Lord which is my refuge, even the Most High, thy habitation. There shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. They shall bear thee up in their hands, lest thou dash thy foot against a stone. Thou shalt tread upon the lion and adder, the young lion and the dragon shalt thou trample under feet. Because he hath set his love upon me, therefore will I deliver him. I will set him on high, because he hath known my name. He shall call upon me, and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and honor him. With long life will I satisfy him and show him my salvation. This week's message comes from Isaiah 63, verses 1 through 6. Isaiah 63, verses 1 through 6. The message title this week is Wisdom to Know, Prepare and Pray for What is Going to Happen Before Us. Isaiah 63. Who is this that cometh from Edom, with dyed garments from Basra? This that is glorious in his apparel, traveling in the greatness of his strength. I that speak in righteousness, mighty to save. Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel, in thy garments like him that treadeth in the winefat? I have trodden the winepress alone, and of the people there was none with me. For I will tread them in mine anger and trample them in my fury, and their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garments, and I will stain all my raiment. For the day of vengeance is in mine heart, and the ear of my redeemed is come. And I looked, and there was none to help, and I wondered that there was none to uphold. Therefore mine own arm brought salvation unto me, and my fury it upheld me. 
and I will tread down the people in mine anger, and make them drunk in my fury, and I will bring down their strength to the earth. Amen. Before Jesus left the world, he told us a very important, important message to his disciples. In John 16, verse 13, he said, Howbeit when he, the Spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak, and he will show you things to come. This verse was not only spoken to his disciples, but also to all the children of God who have been born again by the Holy Spirit. Even now, the Holy Spirit makes us understand all the truth through the words written in the scriptures and through the prophecies in the words of prophets. He is letting us know what shall happen when the time is fulfilled. When we listen to Isaiah chapter 63 and all the related words given to us today, we can clearly see what is going to happen right in front of us. Prophet Isaiah prophesied of what would happen 700 years before Jesus appeared to the world. The prophecies of all the prophets testify of what God showed them through the Holy Spirit. The prophetic day foretold through the text of Isaiah 63 is called the Day of the Lord, or also known as the Second Advent, the Second Coming of Jesus Christ. This is the day when Jesus, the King of Kings and Lord of Lords, returned to judge the world, the world full of sin, full of non-believers, full of uh, apostates after the seven years of tribulation, which begins with the appearance of the Antichrist. Prophet Isaiah is asking Jesus Christ, who appears as the Lord of Judgment, Wherefore art thou red in thine apparel, and thy garments like him that treadeth in the, uh, in the wine fat? Isaiah 63, verse 2. He's asking the Lord, why is your clothes red? One after another, he heard the answer of the Lord and testified of the words that he heard in the next verse. I have trodden the winepress alone, and of the people there was none with me. For I will tread them in mine anger, and trample them in my fury, and their blood shall be sprinkled upon my garments, and I will stain all my raiment. The Lord stepping on the winepress is to take vengeance upon his people. After this, he is to give all of his, all of his people, the chosen people of Israel, one last time to repent so that the Lord himself will finally redeem their sins. The first crime the Israelites committed against the Lord 
is that they crucified him, as well as all the evil sins against him. During the first advent, the first coming of Jesus Christ, his chosen people didn't believe in him. They didn't believe him as the Messiah, the Jewish king. Even though he was in flesh, he was right in front of them. And now it seems with the COVID pandemic happening even in, uh, in Israel, they're crying out for the Messiah right now. They want help. But as it is written, because they, because they didn't receive Jesus the first time, Jesus told him, you're not going to receive me now, but you shall receive the one who calls himself God. That is the Antichrist. The Messiah they're calling for? It's a matter of time. Sooner or later, the Antichrist is going to call himself God. And he'll be the Messiah that they've been waiting on. It is all written in the Bible. Nothing goes wrong. Nothing is missed. Nothing is miscalculated. Everything happens in God's time. The Lord who is the God of justice will have his vengeance on them because they didn't believe on him. Because they crucified him. They let him hang on the cross for six hours. They let all his precious blood to drain out completely. For it is written according to the law of righteousness, tooth for tooth and eye for an eye. God will perform what he has prophes uh, prophesied in the Holy Bible. He will have the last say so. But the Lord who knew, even today he knows, that they did not know what they were, do uh, what they were doing. But he also says in the Bible that once the entire nation repent as one, he will forgive them all that day when they finally realize who they crucified. They will finally realize and repent every single member of that nation. There will be a great crying, great wailing. Even, as, even in that devastating time, the Lord is merciful to forgive them, even in the end. The book of Isaiah contains 66 chapters, and it can be seen as a miniature version of the 66 books of the Bible. The first 39 chapters correspond to the Old Testament and the remaining 27 chapters to the New Testament. Therefore, Isaiah 63 can be considered to be related to Revelation chapter 19. This is because Revelation chapter 19 also testifies of the prophecy of the day of the Lord. 
just like in Isaiah 63. If we turn to Revelation 19, 11, chapter 19, verse 11, 13, and then second half of 15. And I saw heaven opened, and behold, a white horse, and he that sat upon him was called Faithful and True. And in righteousness he doth judge and make war. And he was clothed with a vesture dipped in blood, and his name is called the Word of God. And finally, verse 15, He treadeth the winepress of the fierceness and wrath of Almighty God. Isaiah 63 testifies of the day of vengeance against the Israelites for their sins. However, in Revelation 19 is the day of vengeance against not only the Israelites, but it contains in detail what happens to all the nations who did not believe in him. It is important to know that in this age, we have to realize that people are more wicked than the people back in the day of Noah, as well as days of Lot in Sodom and Gomorrah. Above all this, this age has become a world where gender identity has collapsed. It is no longer male or female. It has come to a time where the government is allowing whatever gender that you think you want to be. That's not how God created everyone. Your man or your woman. People are performing all sorts of sexual perversions that animals don't even do. All these sinful things have been actively practiced among all nations, including people of Israel. Child abductions. Satanic rituals that consist of kidnapping, eating, and killing innocent children. Pedophilia performed by the famous people of Hollywood and also of the world of music and families of high-powered, dark, and secret societies are being revealed to the world these days. What used to be considered as cons conspiracy theory are now being uncovered as facts. There are still many people who, who still consider these abominable sins to be only a conspiracy. But now is the time when we have to be awakened. We're only seeing just the tip of the iceberg for now. But it's only a matter of time before everything is open to the public around the world. These sins are grotesque and have been committed among the deep state members for a very long time. Over 700,000 children have been kidnapped annually and have been the target of pedophilia 
How great are these sins before God? Just sheer amount of kids. Unspeakable amount of wickedness. Let's turn to Matthew 18 and take a listen to what Jesus said. Matthew 18, verse 3, 6, and 10. Verily I say unto you, except ye be converted and become as little children, ye shall not enter into the kingdom of heaven. But whoso shall offend one of these little ones which believe in me, it were better for him that a millstone were hanged about his neck, and that he were drowned in the depths in the depth of the sea. Take heed that ye despise not one of these little ones. For I say unto you, that in heaven their angels do always behold the face of my Father which is in heaven. The Lord Jesus says that little children have angels watching each of them. It also means that their angels always report to their Heavenly Father, Father God. Reports of everything, everything that happens to them. The highness acts of the pedophiles, human traffickers, and all those who are associated with these inhumane crimes. God's wrath will judge them in due time. Sooner or later, the sins of these people shall be revealed to the public and also will be judged accordingly. Since the year 1871, the Rothschilds, the Vatican, and the Jesuits have organized deep states around the world and have enslaved mankind all around the world, including the United States. Before the day of the judgment of the Lord, the day of the Lord comes, we must know in advance what shall happen in the future and pray and prepare for the day. God has prepared a man who shall withhold the conspiracy of the forces of the deep state and who's doing all this secretly behind the scene to deliver people before the Antichrist appears. In this time of suffering, everyone must come to the Lord Jesus Christ to be saved and receive the blessing to be translated on the day of Christ so that we're not entering the great tribulation that starts when the man who withhold is to be removed. 2 Thessalonians chapter 2 verse 6 through 8 And now ye know what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth will let until he be taken out of the way. And when shall that, and then shall that wicked be revealed, 
whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Apostle Paul testified of what shall happen in a day when the Lord Jesus Christ appears again. 2 Thessalonians chapter 1, 6 through 10. Seeing it is a righteous thing with God to recompense tribulation to them that trouble you. And to you who are uh, troubled, rest with us. When the Lord Jesus shall be revealed from heaven with his mighty angels, in flaming fire, taking vengeance on them that know not God, and that obey not the gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ, who shall be punished with everlasting destruction from the presence of the Lord and from the glory of his power. When he shall come to the glorified, to be glorified in his saints, and to be admired in all them that believe, because our testimony among you was believed in that day. I humbly pray and ask, dear listener, today is the day of salvation. Ever since Jesus shed his blood on the cross, it is a sin not to believe in his gospel. So please repent for not believing in the gospel of Christ. Which is this, that how that Christ died for our sins according to the scriptures. And that he was buried. And that he rose again the third day according to the scriptures. Everyone that is born here through their mother's womb is a sinner. Everyone is born a sinner. Because everyone wears the image Everyone has given birth to the image of Adam, who has fallen from grace of God. You might be saying, that's not fair. I didn't do anything. Why am I born? Why am I here then? It is all for you to reach out and meet Jesus. Repent for not believing in him. Repent for your being a sinner. This is all for glory of God. God wants to be, he wants to hear you say, thank you, God, for saving me. Thank you for sending Jesus so that I don't have to go to hell. Thank you for letting me believe. That is the grace, my friends. The world education system and false doctrines of different denominations across the world and different religions has made it so difficult for our youngsters and even even older folks um, because of wrong doctrine and a different gospel and different Jesus they were believing in. It has made it so hard for them to believe, which is so easy and is free given. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. Not a way. He is the only way. No one can get to heaven and be with God unless you believe in Jesus Christ. He died and spilled his blood so that we don't have to. 
Only Jesus has the power to resurrect from death. You and I can't. No, we die once, that's it. We're done. No religious leader. No false gods. No one else does that. Only Jesus Christ did it. One time. And it takes one time to believe. Jesus said this, I am the resurrection and the life. He that believeth in me, thou he were dead, yet shall he live. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me shall never die. Believest thou this? Do you believe this? I hope you said I, amen. Once again, salvation is a gift. This is a free gift. It's already paid for. It's something that you can't buy or you work for. You don't work towards your salvation to um, be free. No. For by grace are ye saved through faith and not that of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. You can't add or Work your way into salvation once again. Jesus did this one time. So that all you have to do is believe in it one time and you're sealed by the Holy Spirit. All you have to do is let him in your heart. Say thank you. You've heard the gospel and now you got to believe it in your heart. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord, Jesus Christ, shall be saved. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. For with the heart man believeth unto righteousness, and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. These are all written in Romans chapter 10. So will you receive him today? Today is the day to be saved. Tomorrow's not a guaranteed day. I mean, just take a look around you. Things change day by day. We'll do the sinner's prayer together, but you need to do it so that you can invite him in your heart. Let him in. Let Jesus in your heart. You can follow along. I'll go ahead and start the prayer. Lord, I am a sinner. I know that I shall be judged and will be sent to hell because of my sins. However, I believe in Jesus Christ, who was judged and died on the cross instead of me. Now I open my heart to accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior. Please come into my heart and be my Lord and Savior forever. Please lead me in your way so that I may serve you. Thank you for cleansing of my sins by the blood of Jesus. Thank you for saving me from the destruction of hell.
In the name of our Lord and Savior, Christ Jesus, name we pray, Amen. Thank you for your time, and if today was your first time hearing the Gospel of Christ, God bless you, and please do share this message among your friends and family who still hasn't met Jesus Christ. Also, please read your Bible daily and get to know God and be intimate with Him through the Scriptures. Let us pray. Father God, we thank you for your words of prophecy. We thank you for your blessings at this hour to hear your words and to know what your plans are according to your law law of righteousness. And by your mercy and your grace, we have heard your gospel today. May the Holy Ghost anoint each and every listener today. Receive wisdom, understanding, and knowledge of your word of truth and be awakened. Lord, also, please guide those who have received Lord Jesus Christ as their only Savior, and please lead them out of darkness so that they may walk with you in righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost during their journey here on earth until we meet you in heaven. In Christ Jesus' name we pray. Amen.